Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of the Hub World podcast. Um, today, we are going to be talking about um, a game that um, we at the Hub World enjoy. We're not so much into the super competitive scene of it, but um, we enjoy playing it casually, and we've followed it since um, the first game beta. launched, like in, in the beta. Um, but it the, the game we're going to be talking about is Overwatch 2, if you can tell f- from the logo, um, which just had a big info dump at BlizzCon on um, Saturday, I believe. So, um, I'm Giuliano, or Jules, from the Hub World. I am Matteo from the Hub World. And I'm Gino from the Hub World. Yeah, and so like I said, we're we're not so, like, highly competitive in this game. We're more casual players. We enjoy playing it, but it has taken like a big amount of our plate. Like we've, we've played quite a bit of overwatch. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I would say it's one of the probably biggest new, like multiplayer games that we've as a, as a group gotten really into. Like, I, I can't remember the last game that um, other than like halo or super smash bros that, um our kind of like group at the hub world has been so invested in and um so yeah like and the weird thing was like overwatch was not necessarily something like we were like it was really on our radar like everyone was talking about it when the beta was happening so like we hopped in on it the beta i know gino was gino's a big blizzard fan but for you and me especially jules that like we it wasn't something on our radar. It wasn't something we were even that interested in. But when we played that beta, I just remember the the whole world and tone of Overwatch is just it just sucked me right in as someone like like we we're big superhero fans and like that. There's so much in common with comic books and like that that vibe that the world of Overwatch has that just it's so compelling to me and like yeah. And even like like the like the, the, the this the massive cast and like there's it there's no one way to play that game. It's just it it's brilliant. It created a whole genre in my opinion. Like the whole hero based like first person shooter either didn't exist before Overwatch or Overwatch really made it like mainstream. Well, yeah. TF2 existed before, right? Which was probably the big one. But there was only real like those. There was only really like those six or whatever it is characters right like tf2 has been around since like heck this around the same time world of warcraft started like early 2000s right and valve didn't do anything with it because they can't count to three right like there would there should have been a tf3 just like there's like like yeah gosh yeah like it's so it's so good that we can all sit down and enjoy blizzard products together too bad at what we can do the (laughs) same with like diablo uh when that uh, like when when diablo 3 came out like on console and stuff i tried getting you guys in it because it was nice and casual yeah uh, but it's different it's a different tone right that's what makes overwatch specials like the tone of it is so unique and like yeah. it's funny because Matteo, you're saying that like we hopped on at the beta. I actually didn't even hop on at the beta. I didn't play the beta oh, really? with you guys. I actually I remember you I was very resistant. I was very resistant to the idea of Overwatch because I don't like shooters. Um and I just saw it as whatever, it's a shooter, 
um, wasn't interested, wasn't interested. And I was, I was, I've never had this scenario. I've had people who pushed me to buy things, but I remember Joe, I believe, said to me, buy Overwatch, play it with us, and if you don't like it, I will pay for your copy. Like, I will refund you <laughs> the money for the copy. Like, it was guy. something where there was, like, no <laughs> risk. Like, he was so confident that I would like the game that he was willing to bet that. Yeah. I believe he did. I I may be making this up in my head, but I remember it being like a pretty good incentive because I was I was I'm always like well, yeah, you getting games. Well, you, well, especially um, you just got burnt by Destiny, right? Like <laughs> we don't talk. You about got that, real burnt by Destiny One, but it wasn't my style of... of game. It wasn't my yeah. style of game though. That's the thing. It's like yeah. so, yeah. But this isn't about Destiny. This is about Overwatch. So we'll we'll yeah. we'll kind of go back on track. Um. We're gonna start yeah. with a little icebreaker before. Well, that, I, we I guess that kind of was right. No, 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 that was like that. That was an intro. We got an icebreaker oh. set up. We got to get yeah. Oh, okay. So we don't... before we get into that, before we get into that, if you're also an Overwatch fan, uh, whether you're competitive, whether you're casual, whether you're just in it for the fun or for, uh, for memories and stuff with your friends, give us a like, give us a subscribe, tell us what you, uh, what kind of Overwatch fan you are in the comments. We'd like to know. Yes, unless you're a Geno fan from Smash Bros, then please leave. Um, <laughs> I love so that boring. we just bring that in casually. <laughs> totally related. Yeah, I love it. But in all related. seriousness, if you if you're a Geno fan, there's the door. Hey, leave that out. Geno will not be no wrong. Okay, our icebreaker today, just to kind of like kick things off, is. Um, we're each going to say who we play, like who we'd consider our main in Overwatch. Um, and then we're going to say one thing that we would like to see in Overwatch 2. And that can be like a type of character or um, like a type of role or a mode or a skin. It can be anything, anything small anything. to big, something you'd like to see in Overwatch 2. Um, so I'll start. I'm. I play mainly support characters. My main is Zenyatta. Um, and uh, for me, I uh, I play I I I can play all three uh, classes in Overwatch. But for me personally, my number one main is Soldier Seventy Six, just because, like, for me. It was a little bit hard for me to transition from like game, games like Destiny and Halo into Overwatch. And for me, Soldier was the the one character that was easiest for me to to pick up and succeed with early on in Overwatch just because of the 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 gun. Like Soldier's gun is like a like an AR in Halo. It feels very similar. Yeah, he's got abilities and stuff that not other shooters don't other shooter games don't have or they those other shooter games don't have that but just the gun itself the gunplay of soldier 76 the sprint is something that like every shooter has so like he was that good transitional character that I ha actually happened to get really good with but and he's still to this day my number one main but my main tank that I play is Roadhog and uh I just like the the hook and just the the really funny skin he it. has. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 
lately my my over or my uh, road hooks haven't been that great, but yeah, just the fact he can heal himself is really useful and just. But yeah, those are my main two. I have others, but like those those are the principal characters that I play as. Yeah, for myself, I I kind of straddle between support and tank when I play. Um, but I really like the up-in-your-face, up-close-and-personal kind of characters. When I play support, Brigitte's awesome, having that shield bash, just be able to stun opponents, then you just smack them up with your mace a bit, and it heals all the enemies around... Uh, sorry, it heals all your uh, your teammates around you when you deal damage. That's always fun. Uh, having, your, uh, having her super, being able to, like, rally all of your teammates so you can just, like, push uh, a payload or push a capture point. Um... It's always feels like you get that, like a good sense of power. Brigitte is uh, one of my go-tos for support. And same thing for the tanks, like those up-close-and-personal characters, like Roadhog, like Winston, like Reinhardt, just getting in there, doing what you got to do to help your team. Um, I'm not the best at aiming, so the damage class heroes aren't the best for me, but like anyone (laughs) that I can just like hold down the attack button and here's swinging a hammer. Or like... Just just take take Soldier Super, it's aimbot. Literally yeah. is aimbot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you wouldn't have anyone to play. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's good fun. Like uh, like in the early days, I used to play a lot of Bastion and stuff as well for when, um, like, well, what, back when there was four class types, you had your defender types and you also, like, your defense types and you had your, what was it? Like offense, defense, tank, and uh, support. Yeah. yeah, and then they all kind of, or they're now in the system that we have here now, so it's good fun. But yeah, I I kind of play the up close and personal characters, or literally just plop in a corner and be a camper with Bastion. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect everybody to go off on why they play the character, so I need to now add mine. Um, anyway, to reiterate, I play Zenyatta. I play mainly support characters, and that's because. Um, I like micromanaging the team. I like having control over the team. I like being able to know, especially because we usually play in big groups, and I trust my friends um, and their abilities and their roles. So I like having the control to kind of like heal my friends and like like knowing when my friends need that healing, like because we're on chat. And not that I don't heal other players, but I like that I have that control. Like I can recognize like who needs to be healed right now and i get to prioritize like when we're in a like standoff and i know i can only save one person i have the agency to choose like who's the more valuable person in this in this scenario because i feel like unfortunately and this is just with games in general typically everybody always thinks that they're the most important person in any scenario um and everybody Jules always wants triage, the healing. Yes. And I kind of get to like, <laughs> I, I know like that sounds very controlling, but like I, I get to determine that, right? Like I can make yeah. those calls and I like that. I like having that, that kind of like control, but I also like contributing to the kills, which is why I like Zenyatta because I like how he's offensive. Like if I'm caught on my own, like if everybody dies, I can still have a chance at fighting. Um, I can also contribute to those kills because the discord is super, super useful, especially against tanks. Um, So like, and then the other character I play frequently is Moira because she's similar, right? Like she's both a healer and an attacker. Although I find her 
more i find her healing harder to to um focus on like I, she is a good healer but i feel like it's easier to um to run to out of healing or yeah, yeah no no it's yeah it's easier to use her offensively it's also harder to like um really like control the healing because like with Zinyata yeah. I always have a heal going and I don't need to worry about healing myself whereas with Moira I have to wor worry about healing myself as well as yeah um healing others and I only have so many heals and those heals are also my damaging attacks it's yeah like, and like yeah. with Moira with Moira her healing orb is timed right like you yeah, like I have to choose out. what I want to do. Plus, with it, also, right? she can actually run out of her regular healing, uh, healing yeah. with your right. So that, it's but I, I, yeah, Moira's my go-to healer just because, like, I can't completely play like pa passive as a healer. Like, I need yeah. the ability to to fend for myself if need be. But man, the amount of times you've saved us with Zen in three v threes, where like the other team does isn't expecting you to be like sniping them out with Zen's orbs. It's pretty awesome. You were yeah, very good I, with Zen. I feel like I'm yeah. And that's the thing with Moira when I play her, I definitely play Zen more as like I'm a healer that when I need to come out and like do that sniping or like I see an opportunity, I take it. Whereas with Moira I find I play her more as a an offense first and a healer second. Like I'll heal you if you're there and I have the heals. But, like, my priority is always, like, going off and, like, taking opportunities to take out the... Never tanks. Like, I can never fight a tank with Moira usually, but, like, to take out, like, I see a... Like, a Symmetra or, like, a Tracer, like, those kinds of characters. Like, I can totally go out and, like, deal with them because her her beam, like, locks on. And, like, those are the kinds of characters that is really good to deal with. So... Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. So Let's, we, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> so we are doing similar to what we did with our last couple episodes, actually, with the um, Nintendo Direct, where we kind of went through the video and we kind of talked about it in that order. So because they released a video with Overwatch 2, we thought we would do the same thing. Um, just so we had a structure to, like, talk about it, as well as some visuals for you. So um, we'll go through the main, like, categories that they went through and like some of them we might talk about a lot some of them we might just touch on um but overall we're going to overview kind of what they've announced what we think and like what we might want in that um category right so yeah um let's see what the first thing is here so i'm going to like skip through um wish there was a timestamp here yeah they're kind of just talking about like um pvp like is the is... first thing they talk about yeah so they talk about kind of like new maps new oh, roles so we got this first map that they um they announced this is the rome map where's the um, get, the get the shot of the the coliseum all right there we go um just before we go i forgot we 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 forgot to talk about what we want most in overwatch 2 Oh, know what? I'm uh, sure we can it'll talk come about up. that at the end. We'll talk about that yeah. at the end. Yeah, I'm sure okay. that's yeah. We'll come back to it. Spent a lot, a lot of time on uh, remains. So anyway, this is the Rome map. Sorry, like I, this isn't the best picture of it, but I'll kind of. There scroll was another one later on. We, 
Yeah, yeah I'll scroll good. through it as we uh, talk. But anyway, um, just hit play and we can just pause it somewhere. Yeah, here's like some nice visuals. So like what they talk about in this, and this is what I love. Like it sounds like it's awesome to work at the Overwatch team, by the way. Like, it sounds like it's mm-hmm. such an inclusive environment. Like they're talking about how like they had like an employee go to Rome, like on vacation. He came back with all these these pictures of Rome, and then they're like, "Oh, let's just make it into a map." And like, I th- I think that's an incredible way to to like come with, to that decision. Um, but this map is really detailed. It's really cool. Um, I really like that Overwatch world like art style where like they it's real world but then they put their twist on everything and like there's like robots in in the environments or like statues of it's not like quite what you would picture it being like in real life but you can tell it's from Overwatch just and I think they talk about that in this in this uh portion of the of the presentation where like it's it's that Overwatch, it's like the real world with that Overwatch twist, and I get that a lot with this map because like the Colosseum is is the, honestly it's the perfect example of that uh, of that uh, point that they were making of, about that like like when you see the little statues on the the bottom of the of the Colosseum, like they don't quite look like the ones that are actually there in real life, but you still know it's the Colosseum. Yeah, so, and. Even like in the real world, if you've ever seen the Coliseum, you know that there's like that chunk missing from it on uh, at one of the uh, like in one of, on one of the rings. There's like a chunk of it missing, and like later on in the video, they show you that they've like digitally added it back in with the Overwatch technology. It has like blue beams yeah. of light finishing what it should look yeah. like. And it's even bits of like broken statues that like finish the statue with mm-hmm. technology, and it's it's just really really cool. They've absolutely nailed their art style, and it's just, uh, oh, it's magical. It's great, and getting a little, yeah, a little bit of Italian pride here with with seeing Rome and the statues, and like it, it's kind of like old meets new meets modern meets classic. It's mm-hmm. all of the above. It's great. It's really cool. So the yeah. other one that they chose, they chose like Rome, and they chose another big landmark, which is I... New York City. Um. To be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of surprised they picked. Uh, how many? Because we had already had um, Route 66 in uh, Overwatch. Was there another American map? A Blizzard Worlds in the United States? Was there? Uh, there, and like we're getting another American map, but uh, or Hollywood was the other one I was thinking of. There's there's three American maps, right? In the original Overwatch, two or three yeah. at least. I'm kind of surprised they went with another American one, to be honest with you. But if this is so different compared to the other ones, because like I love the fact that they get you still get like uh, like it, it's such a uh, like you there's the terminal and then there's the like the the street with like the restaurants, the little nooks you can go into, the bar, all that. Like it, it it's a really does a really good job of like gathering the essence of New York. I feel. And like, well, all the Overwatch maps have that essence mm-hmm. of what they're actually doing. And, like, it looks like here, this one here is payload map. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see kind of, like, the the parking stall in between those two, uh, the two taxis there. It has, like, the yellow area with the strikes through it. It's, this is either going to be, like, uh, like a part two or maybe the... I wouldn't say this is the end. I think this is a part two because it looks like that barrier thing right in the center of the screen underneath uh, Grand Central Terminal there might come down... And um, 
push and you might be pushing the payload through grand central so this might either be like the second or uh, uh the second or third stop on this map uh, that'd be pretty cool yeah it's really cool yeah. i I think they've picked some really cool locations or before because like this is all they really talk about in terms of maps. They just kind of show these maps. Are there any locations yep. you guys want to see like turned into maps or any like themes? Because like not all the the maps have been based off real world locations. Um, yeah. Um, I because this is a like going into Overwatch two. I really wanted a Canadian city represented as a map and we got toronto but toronto just seems like super stereotypical canadian where it's like cold and snowing and there's hockey and and stuff like that uh i so i would prefer more like you know non super stereotypical canadian map like maybe something in the mountains uh like the rocky mountains would be cool uh or uh you wouldn't know, have like... anything in the prairies because it's just flat and there's nothing there. So honestly, they what other choice did they have? They could have done like Halifax or something, and it's like an old fishing town or something. Yeah. Or like something out in like St. John's where it's like, okay, you have like the um or like something out in Newfoundland where it's like, okay, you have your hills and you have your Atlantic Ocean and there's lots of waves and like that maritime kind of vibe. Or you could have done like something else on the west coast, like yeah, somewhere in BC or Vancouver. Like Vancouver Island, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. Um, uh, but like other, on the like on the they, topic they of got... the Toronto map, <laughs> yeah. I, I, on the topic of the Toronto map, I'm not sure. Like when, because BlizzCon 2019 was the last time we saw anything of Overwatch 2, and actually mm-hmm. I was there. Like I, I I was actually at BlizzCon 2019, and I got to play um, the uh, Overwatch 2 PvP as well as some of the like the first campaign story mission thing. That they showed off, and yeah. on the Toronto map, they it was a new game type, the the push game type, where there's like this robot and it has this barrier and it's pushing it from one side to another. And like as I was running around in that like early stage of the Toronto map, I noticed that there was like a little Tim Hortons ad, but it wasn't quite Tim Hortons, but it had like the similar, uh, it had the similar advertising, the colors, and it was it was just just on the cheek enough where i was like i recognize that that's really cool and it's just mm-hmm. a lot of attention to detail and like i'm sure that like if anyone watching is like a new yorker or something they'll be like oh yeah that's that thing that's special to new york over there and like oh there's the tram there's the train there's the the bridges and i don't know i'm sh- i'm sure every like like if if you're playing this game from um uh, from that country that that's being like on the map like i'm sure like even in like like i don't know like in the in the china map and whatever you can see that there's like a lot of like uh writing and stuff on there and or something that might be familiar to you and it's it's just so inclusive and it's great absolutely um yeah so you guys both want to see like kind of like rural canadian maps yeah, but like when I think about the the most like the biggest countries or the biggest like they've done like they've done United States, they've done Canada now. They have Mexico already. There's a lot of Europe's represented a lot. They have Japan, they have Korea, they have China. Uh Do they have Russia? Yeah, they do. 
Yeah, they do. They have, do they have they have Australia? Yeah. Um, yeah. They have uh Africa. They have only Egypt. one map though. No, there's Egypt and there's uh Numbani or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, so like they've got a lot of bases covered already. When I thought about it like and now like they're adding uh Overwatch 2 added Canada, in, uh, there's an India's uh one, there's a Sweden one. Um and now New York Italy. City and Rome. And Ro- Italy yeah. was another big one when we were going also into been to the Overwatch moon. 2. So no, I'd like to see moon. one. I'd love to see one set in the Caribbean. Oh, that oh, would be cool. No, actually. there is a Cuba. There's a Cuba map. There's Havana. But Cuba is not. Is Cuba the Caribbean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it? it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was just Central America. South America is South America represented. Like a yeah, proper rainforest map would be cool. No. Am I wrong? Like a proper rainforest one, or like something like maybe on a boat in like the middle of the ocean somewhere. <laughs> That'd be cool. Or like. Atlantis or like humanity makes some kind of like Atlantis city kind of like that and like in an homage to like the mythical city. That yeah, I think cool. every Overwatch hero should be represented with like they should have a map representing where they're from. So I would love um an Ireland or Scotland map. Oh, that would be, oh, cool. be cool. Iceland would be cool actually cuz we can get some like cool. Viking mm-hmm. vibes and stuff in there too. Mhm. Okay, yeah, so well, let's move forward. So this was also player roles, and they kind of go into talking about how there's going to be... Um, here, I'll just kind of like slowly play this one. How there's going to be um, new passives for um, roles. So, for example, like all tanks are going to have reduced knockback, and like um, all healers are going to have like um, an automatic... like heal after not taking a certain amount of damage and all offense characters are going to have increased speed or movement speed like just passives for roles so every role would have a passive so they kind of go into that um and then they talk about um um tanks as a role in general being kind of like they they want them to be less damage sponges and protecting people and more like they're kind of like offensive like giants like they're they're scary like you see the tank and you you don't want to get into a brawl with them whereas now i would love like that change that's what they want they want like them go to go in there and just wreck shit yeah they want them to be more aggressive basically and less damage spongy yeah i find playing tank quite a bit uh, uh like as someone that plays tank probably 50 percent of the time in overwatch uh, that is honestly a really, I'm really open to that change because I feel that characters like, uh, like Roadhog, like Diva, like because Diva is my other tank that I play. I really do feel like those changes would really benefit, uh, really benefit tanks in particular. Like movement speed's great to have, as a damage character, but as someone who plays Soldier, like, Soldier's already super mobile with his sprint. So I don't know if that will really affect him that much, but being able to, uh, like, be even more offensive with the tanks would be really useful, because, like, Winston can just hop right in if he's able to, uh, if he's able to 
be even more of a threat when he's plopping barriers down, slapping people around, shooting his uh, tractor beam. I think that Winston had an they showed an ability with Winston later on where like he can chain lightning between uh, like to multiple characters at a time. Like that would be so like that's so awesome. Even Reinhardt with what they said with what they're thinking about doing with Reinhardt. With well, they, having, they, they're showing it on the screen there right, right here. Now, right? Him being able to cancel his charge. Because right now, how like we just laugh when someone misses the Reinhardt charge and like they go off the edge and die. Like that screws your team up completely. But now being able to do that with Reinhardt, or even having Reinhardt's projectile attack, having two, two of those of instead of one, like that's super useful. You can and, also like, pin multiple people with the the pin now. Yeah. So like, are just, you sure? I didn't see that. Yeah. Because like, you can pin one person for sure, and then it'll just like push everyone else yeah kinda. see this is him through shooting his beam twice like that's riley's a big reinhardt main and he like these this like so yeah he's gonna pin i think he's got okay go forward a bit yeah go forward a bit but like um well he just uh, used his charge to get into the fight and then stopped and then yeah his hammer the, around. just the fact yeah. that you can cancel i think the cancellation is probably the main one with reinhardt but like what i was saying with roadhog and diva like imagine with uh like I can't imagine them doing stuff like luring, like lowering the cooldown on like uh, uh, Roadhog's chain, or like giving Diva more uh, more health on her mech. But just the the passive alone is just for all tanks in general. That's such a massive, a massive plus. Like that, like it's you're gonna be seeing more tanks in three v threes and optional game modes where you can pick any character you want like yeah. it's it's gonna be a no-brainer now yeah i'm so. even reading i'm reading into this on just like another website here um kind of just like going over the little changes to the tank also it's like uh, it says there's slower ultimate charge for heroes that are damaging them so my take on that is like okay you are an offensive uh, you're an offensive healer just say like a moira or a symmetra whatever right and you you've plopped your turrets down or you're you're attacking the tank normally because like the tanks are just so massive like you don't need to like there's they're this massive target and if you're if you're shooting at them you're not going to get as much super meter as you normally would on yeah. on a normal attack so like if you're like to put a body shot on a reinhardt versus a widowmaker it's a lot harder to hit the widowmaker it's not yeah. that hard to hit it so that's that's nice. I'm I like that they're experimenting with these things, and I also like how they've also said like this might not make it to the final build. Like this is just what we're experimenting with right now because it kind of mm -hmm. reminds the community that ultimately the team is devoted to making sure that the game is balanced, and they're not going to make us promises, but they also want us to know like they are trying to shift up the game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm glad that they're taking their time with this one. Albeit, yeah, I, I wish that they started earlier, so we would have had it by now. But I'm glad that they're taking the time to do it, right? Yeah, I think it's okay. Like, I think Overwatch is still, um, still going strong. And like yeah. the other thing, like in general, before we move on to the next thing that I wanted to mention, um, I'll kind of rewind back a little. Um, hold on, I rewind, Jeff. Um, yeah, Jeff. The the ui in this game i'm really digging it and like it's not super different but it's, it's just cleaner. different enough that you can tell it's different and yeah it's cleaner even like mm -hmm. i don't know something about the visual style is also 
slightly different. Like it's noticeable enough, especially when it comes to like the beams. Like I look at like 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 over there you can kind of see Brigida's um shield, right? Like the way that it's lit is a little bit different than it was lit in Overwatch. It's noticeable, but it's not like completely different. And like same things with like mm-hmm. Reinhardt's like like look at his um his um shot. I can't remember what it's called. His uh his beam. His beam, right? Like it's like the the effects, the lighting effects on it make it look a little different than it did before. And so there's this slight like it feels like it's an updated game. It doesn't feel like we're just playing Overwatch One. Yeah. It does look and feel like it's something different. Um so anyway. Like even when I played uh when I played this is a good segue now because like when I was at BlizzCon 2019 and I got to play the story stuff, um, I do want to talk about some Well, we of shouldn't the... get into story yet till we get to story in the in the video. No, no, I'm not talking about the story. I'm just talking about like the actual feel of uh some of those oh. players. Because I got to play as Ryan, I got to play oh, as Oh, you Lucio. played it? Yeah, yeah. I I, oh. I got to play it. I got to play that mi- the the mission and whatever, and you could you could I think if I remember correctly, you could uh you could um you could pick one upgrade or something like Tracer could get an extra bomb on her super. I chose uh, when I was playing as Ryan to get the 360 degree slam uh, for um, uh, for my and that just felt really fun. But it's it wasn't for PvP like it was not a PvP thing. It was the PvE thing. And like the next thing up, I think uh, the upgrades here, this is like pick which path like it's kind of like an RPG element where you can like you have your combat tree and you're kind of like going down and picking what things you want this is really really cool for like story or, or like a hero like the mission modes where you can like so that's what i'm your curious is it just going like. to be for the mission or is it also going to be for pve it's not it, it's a pve uh experience oh, sorry, not, PvP. Not, not combat it's no not, no because it would break the balance there'd be way too many things yeah they said you don't think there'll be oh really you don't think there'll be an online mode that's like a custom game or like an arcade game where i'm like, sure they will I'm sure they'll have that, but for competitive, there I think they'll just have like one build for a character that you can use, like one build per character, no like skill trees or anything. Yeah, it's going to be the basic. It's going to be that's the basic. Very show. difficult to balance if they do that way. Like yeah, it, that's fair. For fun, it makes sense. Like, yeah. All, well, like, we did the I'm same totally thing in Star. That. Starcraft Two had a very similar kind of thing where like. When you start the campaign, you're just the basic units and everything. But as you keep playing the campaign, you can upgrade your units in StarCraft II. So, for instance, like you're collecting minerals and you're collecting gas. So, if you're the if you're the human characters, you have to send workers to go collect those resources. There's an upgrade later on in the campaign that affects all of your campaign gas extractors, where you don't have to send a builder to do it. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. that's does not affect the if i played just say a multiplayer match against jules or mateo i would still have to go send those workers over there because that inherently is not fair <laughs> in a pvp environment right yeah so and they want to keep yeah i was they might do an, they might do like sense. an arcade mode or like something yeah. where like oh okay uh this Bring week in arcade in. mode we're gonna have ryan have a different his like a different you don't super. think they'd have you don't think they'd or just like have a custom game different. that's like you bring in your custom characters that you've built in PvE? No, 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 no not no. at all. Really? I think they do that for. There'd be there'd be a quick play or custom game mode like that. I think that's just it's dumb not to. It'd be just it'd just be dumb fun. Like you may as well do it. Like I think it makes too much sense to not do that. To be honest with you, like like it's 
Who for like competitive it? and major modes, they won't do that. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, not for course. competitive. For, but like for not. fun, yeah, for fun, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see so, that at least being in custom games. But okay, I love this. The oh, fact the that design. the sound design, like they went on site with actual. They weapons. like they they said they redid every single sound in the game. Not everything was on the table, and like the the fact that your your guns or your moves are going to sound different depending on where you are in That's a map so cool. is that is incredible that is, it's stuff like full disclosure i was not that impressed with overwatch 2 after blizzcon like we watched blizzcon i wasn't there but we watched it and i remember ah it just feels like typical overwatch doesn't seem like a full-on sequel uh this Correction, game that was it, like the, last BlizzCon that we saw, 2019. Yeah, 2019. So this, okay. yeah, so yeah, so, um, like I was not expecting this. The, like I was saying, oh, this game shouldn't be should be out pretty soon. It shouldn't take that long. It doesn't look that innovative. But I took I I'm I take back everything I said about that uh, Overwatch two after watching this the other day. Agreed. Um, it there's so many small changes alone just in the small changes alone and we'll see later on like other ones but the sound design and the skill tree are two main things that i just feel like that is honestly like the skill tree less so but the sound design that's going to be the standard thing i feel like in in shooters going down or games in general going down the road and it and they said like the way the effects, like the the recoil effects, yeah, there was on on soldier's gun. It just it's something that, as someone as a sol- as a soldier player, again, like that's something I I really appreciate. Like that attention to detail is there. And like you said earlier, like these people that work on Overwatch just seem like they're having a blast. Like the the small things that they do, the quality of life things, their 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 attention to detail is everywhere throughout this yeah. game. And it's I love so this. impressive. Like, I also love this, so, like, in, in this segment that I'm stopped on is when we're getting our kind of, like, first look Debut at Sojourn. Sojourn. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like is that they kind of, like, talk about, like, when the early, like, characters were more based around weapons than they were around concepts. So you had, mm-hmm. like, Farah was based around her, her rocket launcher. Her rocket, yep. Right? And, like, um... You have like Hanzo's based around a bow, and like Widowmaker's based around um, a sniper rifle, right? Like, and so Sojourn kind of like returns that classic kind of concept by being a character that's based around a railgun, and apparently she's really fun to play. Like, she looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like she has because yeah, this is the gameplay debut of Sojourn. She's gonna have her railgun, and then her as probably her primary fire. Or then her alt fire seems like a as like an SMG type weapon because she does have the ability to shoot rapidly, like with smaller bullets. So, yeah. like what Widow has, I guess. Yeah, she's going to be very similar. Yeah, in that regard to Widowmaker, like but, a more um, close range Widowmaker almost. But the thing is, Widowmaker, when Widowmaker's not uh, using her scope, when you're not holding the left trigger down or whatever button is on the keyboard, you can only shoot. Uh, precision shots like that. If you're not aiming down sights, then you just use a regular rapid fire. But Sojourn, I don't think, is like that. 
No. There's no scope. Yeah, right? So with her, it might be maybe a type of mechanic where, like, you actually have to flip, a sw- like, press a button, and then it goes into railgun mode, or then press another button to go back to using your her uh, or her SMG or whatever. But yep. she, I'm very impressed with what I see with Soldier, and I, I can see how she's going to be appealing. I'm, I can't wait to give her a try. Same. She's yeah, she right. She's going to be like a damage hero, so that's going to be instantly something I got to try out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to move us along um, to the next segment, which is hero missions. Um, this is this is something that I'm really looking forward to. Yes, and I, okay, I actually so left be... a, I left a piece of feedback at the end of uh, the trial that I did, wishing that like the story modes had like okay, fault like I'm not saying that I'm sure like thousands of other people that tried it also had similar things but like this kind of i don't know what it is but it kind of gives me kind of like a nightfall vibe mateo from like destiny or like you have like mm-hmm. here's a hero mission and like go through it uh play play the game yes you get to learn more about the heroes and like their own little stories and everything but just having a difficulty setter being, being able to switch it hopefully fingers crossed they have like a like a like a nightfall level uh kind of difficulty or like something that's like really like a legendary like in halo where you can play the mission it's like super oh, difficult trying will. to get a really they'll definitely score. be those because they have be similar to like the the like missions we've gotten in events yeah archives yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? like or like the very similar to that because they've already said and what i'm like super hyped about like when they announced that there was going to be story missions there were going to be hero missions which were just you know like just missions you could do with any character and it's just to grind and like level up your character i was like all oh, the hero missions sound lame but now watching them and seeing like it's not just waves of enemies they have different types of hero missions there's ones that are escort missions or one that are like collecting like canisters some are waves of energy and it, um yeah there might even be like boss fights and like they're not super story heavy they said there'll be like some like little character dialogue mm-hmm. um but what this is about is just variety and gameplay to play with your friends against enemies. And they said there's going to be like hundreds of these, mm-hmm. like hundreds. And like, they're constantly going to update. So that it's almost going to be like an environment, I guess, like destiny or like, I think Halo 4 had something game. similar to this, like the Spartan ops. It's just, yeah, it's just something that will constantly cycle. And it's like, you get to look at what the hero missions available are for that day or for that couple hours. And like, if you want to do them with your friends and like, they're more to upgrade your characters than they are to um, do anything else. But I'm sure you'll get some EXP, which will be fun. So then you don't always have, like when we want to be grinding for loot boxes, maybe we don't have to be doing that. That's another thing that I noticed through all of this. They no talk of loot boxes. They'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Don't They'll worry. They'll be there. Yeah. They'll be there. Recent... I'm sure yeah. something will be there, but I don't think we're getting the traditional, like, here's the box, here's your four random items. Oh, look, it's a single blue. To be honest with you, I think that will think be untouched. Yeah. I, they I don't agree. need to talk about that because they know of the expectation that it's going to be there. We know that, yeah. too. Like, that's I something that won't change. But... Well, that's a topic yeah, that, for another thing. The only but, reason I can't see them changing it is because Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 merging into one um, product. Experience. Right? Yeah. And so, like, when I think about, like, how we got skins in the previous game, like, it would make sense that it would be the same because you're still going to be, you're still going to need to be able to get the skins that existed in Overwatch 1. 
And so, like, I don't think they're going to be, like, unlocks. That They're going to be monetized. They're going to be put into, like, some kind of roulette system. Like, maybe they'll adjust the rates at which you get things. Or, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they might, like, change odds. Or, like, maybe they will add, like, instead of getting four things, maybe you're going to get five or six because Mm -hmm. there's a new slew of, like, cosmetics. But I can't see them really altering the system itself that much. What's being shown right now is something that I didn't even think about. That'd be that's so cool. It's old maps. They're not being like remixed, but there's they're 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 even adding elements. Like this is King's Row, for example. And during a payload mission, uh, I I think there's still this is still a hero mission. But if you're doing a payload yeah, objective a on, instead of the payload turning left like it normally does, these doors. We're never in the original version of King's Row on Overwatch One, but they added and oh, they expanded were, but they were the closed. Plot. Yeah, they were they closed. They were, but they were closed. Yeah, but these—they're adding areas to existing maps. Yeah, it's, it'll probably Learn. exclusively only be in hero missions or in specific, specifically remixed versions of, or like new game types potentially on old maps. But they're adding, uh, like they added this whole new area in King's Row. So, like, there's potentially, instead of, if you're playing Payload on one map, you're used to that one route. It always takes. But maybe something, well, something happens or a specific way before the Payload gets to that point, and, and, like, your team will have to, like, strategize, hey, like, what route do we want the Payload to go down? So, like, yeah. you do, you, you fight a specific way or do a specific task to get it to go one way instead of the other way for as a strategy thing like that to me it's it sounds that would be really cool. like that oh that is such an exciting uh, a thing they're adding in overwatch i never even thought about well even yeah. another what we're really on small the touch. here right yeah even what we're There's seeing here one. like instead of speculating like the weather system like okay let's throw a sandstorm in on the temple of anubis or a Heck blizzard yes. yeah or in like, the blizzard cool. for instance in um in the toronto map that wasn't there when i was uh when i was at blizzcon uh well these are ago. things that wasn't there. i think these are things well, that i'm talking the blizzard in... right the yeah, blizzard I, on no no i know yeah this i think because th- these aren't i don't think these are part of the regular maps i think they're just part of the hero missions yeah oh. this is still i think hero missions yeah but it's still like... that's really cool that's a, yeah, like they are... said there's going to be hundreds of these things they need to differentiate some like one yeah. experience from another. And they even said so, like the way because the I don't know if you saw at the beginning of this segment, but the way you access the hero missions is it's a map of the world. And mm-hmm. so like it'll tell you when you go there, like what the weather's like there right now, what type of mission it is. So it's like, okay, it's um Temple of Anubis, it's a enemy wave map, but there's a sandstorm there. And so that helps you plan like what kind of characters because like the a character trees like are even moving. Right, like a character like Hanzo or Widowmaker might be more useful in a stage weather that's experiencing like the weather because you might need that precision, right? And the ability and that they the have, where they can hide you, they can see people yeah. with their abilities. Their heat, so. yeah. And it's cool, like this that they're talking about too. Like every area of the world has a different way that it is during the day, like. Like some areas, um, like the sun won't be as intense. Sun, yeah, yeah, yeah like here, about, like, like this. This is the California sun, right? Like, and then versus, like you'll see in the next clip, they're going to show the the like really, like intense African sun, right? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Like they're very different. I'm getting some Lion King vibes. Yeah. <laughs> with the, with the thumb not low. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, this is a really cool system, and I think the hero missions, like that, keeps me interested in just having fun with my friends. You know. Yeah. Like it's just something yeah, to that, to do. That's something that we are definitely going to dabble with a lot. Yep, and I'm sure like what they can even do with hero missions too moving forward is they can have like during the the holidays or during the events have oh my god themed hero missions. Torbjorn's workshop on the Sweden <laughs> map. Just have yeah. like little robot turrets as elves. Oh my god, yes, do it. Right. So anyway, I'm um, gonna move us through this part. Yeah, I feel like we yeah, talked about because there's the map there. Um, let's see yeah, but there's we... also story missions, and underneath it, it's hero missions there on the map. So, well, can yes. you go back to the map of the world? Yeah, so it's it's so it's in the PVE mode. Okay. Yeah, it is a PVE. Yeah. Um, but here, so now we're going to talk about progression, progression, and talents. Um, I, I touched on this a little bit earlier. Yeah, we and... talked about. I think we did talk about this already. We did. Kinda. We did. But... Yeah. So, well, we can look at the skill tree. Like, this is typically what, like, a skill tree would look like. Um, How useful is this this one here where, like, Soldier plops down his healing uh, his healing area and then can run around and it's, like, following him. That is yeah. ins- extremely useful. But the other that one that they highlighted... That would be broken as shit in, in PvP. Yeah, it would. And that's why I don't think these the skills will affect uh, competitive play or even, uh, like specific game types even in arcade like elimination or or uh 3v3s yeah but and see... um like his other ability though where he's like does like a repulse field type thing i don't really see the the uh advantage of that as soldier but maybe as a for a defensive thing where like if you're getting charged by a tank or something you need to push them away because soldier is really squishy so maybe that will help in that regard but uh Gino, you said that this whole interface here completely is different. completely redone from the the BlizzCon demo. So we even like get they, they went dark. They're in plan. I remember they said they wanted to go dark on Overwatch for a year. So even if there was an actual like physical BlizzCon 2020 in Anaheim, Overwatch 2 would not have been there, from my understanding. But now because of the pandemic, they've had that dark time or that blackout time and then some that are over a year that they wanted to and now they said that they might even show more yeah they said Overwatch. it's gonna be more regular yeah that's so it, that's so. really exciting yeah and like so like even looking here like what's interesting is the fact that something like the the this like following like heel field what it's making me think is like these play hit play hit play like well, it's not play. I'm just going to scroll through it. But, like, these abilities are so good that it makes me think that the story missions and the hero missions, they can make them quite difficult because they can make it so, like, you need to have some of these high-level abilities if you even want to succeed in them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and that that's an interesting thing um, to me um, when you think about it. And, like, added, like I, an added ability, sorry, I'll go back, because I saw on the thing, there was another button on there for uh, soldiers' abilities for the for next to the sprint button, there's like a punch. I think that there. might just be an icon for like, his melee, but 
Could be wrong. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a passive. No, there's, there's, there's it's a key for something. Um, yeah, the, there's it says under vigilante he has that like fist icon there as well. Yeah, so that actually might be an ability, but yeah, soldier like every character normally only has two, so that'd be interesting okay. if they have the ability to add. We'll move your mouse up just a second to the first one. It has like soldier's visor and like the rocket logo. Um, no, 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 uh, down. It's like in the vigilante column, second column on the bottom. Uh, whatever. Anyway, there's what there's a, um underneath the crosshairs one. I'm moving that's my, on mouse. my mouse. That's the that's oh, okay. the, that's the mouse. mouse. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh whoops. Okay, so directly above that mouse that's green. I'm thinking yeah. that might even be like a super like a like an upgrade for the super where your rockets Could will be. walk on. During that uh, would be during, that would be that would be and I'm awesome. excited. Yeah, be, I'm like oh. so. No, go ahead. Oh, the like, no, nah, just the speculation, cool. the hype. It's just this is just really exciting. What's and I'm cool so here, glad that we can be excited about a Blizzard game. I know, okay, but like, look at Soldier's Only picture Overwatch there too. That. That's an updated look. Yep, that's an updated uh, soldier. Like he has a it bigger is, beard. It is. He's, a longer beard. Yeah, the is gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, not a fan of his his new look. I prefer the old look, and that's why I'm kind of happy that they're gonna give the ability to change the the looks in Overwatch Two. Like you're gonna yeah, like cause the, all, but it's all, also gonna have all that as a skin, older, right? Skins are gonna come so, over. Well, yeah. basically, the way you look at it is all the Overwatch One skins are still gonna exist, mm -hmm. so you can still use the old look, but you can also now like all the future skins. Are going to be based on his like new Overwatch Two skin. So like everything mm -hmm. that comes moving forward, like I assume every single character is going to get a like an Overwatch, like an Overwatch, like they're getting a redesign. They already said that, but like I assume with that redesign, you're getting four stand like the main color, the four standard like basic colors, two epics to go with it, and like two legendaries to go with it. Like, I'm assuming we're going to get the same base content for that look that we did for the original, the original game. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. So we can kind of go through this, and I think the next thing they talk about is the looks. Um. So let's see. Oh, no, it's not. It's enemy... Do we really need to talk about enemy units, though? I actually do want to to bring a, to bring something up as well because like They're when I was cool. playing the story when I was playing the story mission they kind of talked about this when they were collecting that data about like okay the the kind of like the crab kind of enemy like the four legs and the two rocket launchers there was no ind and they were saying this that there was no indication to the players that got to play that mode I think there was like a room at the end of the um, at the end of that mission where there was like four or five of those things drop in all at once and it's really overwhelming and like I was paired with like a dad and his two kids and the two kids were like really young and like no disrespect to them they did not know how to shoot and like me as a reinhardt i couldn't really do anything to these robots because i wasn't getting enough like dps out to take them down there was no indication to me as a player that you have to shoot the arms of these things to blow them up to make that enemy less effective at doing what it was doing and like little things like that and like uh hit play and you'll kind of see like 
certain enemies will react based on like if you hit their weak spot like you blow up the the cannons on these guys they'll fire less or if you shoot the the line of robots that are walking toward you towards you kind of like in a flying v if you kill the first one it'll like knock the other ones back and disrupt I'm just that so, formation i'm so impressed like the to me the the enemy design for the null sectors in overwatch one just felt super generic i love the different the brand new enemy varieties that they've added in this game it, they they all seem so unique and they, they it's just such a step above what they had done in the first game that just the, the it's like once again like another really small thing that they do, they could have done in it this will affect the uh, replayability and it'll feel less of a grind and just like yeah, you're annoying. just not. You're it won't not. Be as annoying because, like, remember how many times we had to run through the 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 Black Watch mm -hmm. event and the Uprising event. It was just so annoying, and the same enemies was... would come around. It just this feels just. It's another thing that just make the game feel fresh. It's just yeah. very welcome. I hope it's not just Null Sector. I hope we get some talent enemies and stuff in there as well because. If anything, from the anniversary events, like, okay, the first one was, like, the Null Sector Invasion. It was just, okay, reskin Bastions, reskinned uh, Orissa units, Orissa. right? Yeah, it was just the reskins of those two. And then when we got the Null Sector, uh, sorry, then when we got the Talon stuff, okay, you had, like, the Soldier clone, but it was slightly different. And then you had the yeah. Anna clone, and it was slightly different. You had the, mm -hmm. like, the one that was kind of, like, Roadhog mixed with Orissa, where yeah. it was like this big dude with like the two twin cannons. Mm -hmm. And then you also had the assassin unit, which was kind of like Tracer mixed with... Like Lucio. Like, yeah, because it could wall climb. Like, that was cool. Mm -hmm. And that, I find... I, I, I feel, personally, that that really inspired these units. And I hope we get those, those Talon units back in. Because I have a feeling that that story is not done yet either. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to get that in the story. Like, I can't imagine heroes won't pop up as um, well, even enemy units. heroes like a boss. Jules, yeah, uh, skip like... through to the, I, I kind of want to see the the robots thing here. Show show the good people at home. Well, there's not a lot here. I think they just showed some concept art. Yeah, and they were talking about like how like when shooting the enemies, they'll kind of like stagger differently and stuff. I think yeah, and like they're thing. using they're using the sound. The improved sound design is going to be used. To oh, like this every thing is enemy cool. now, every enemy is gonna have their own sound, like that. Like for instance, like there's like a when the uh the like the flower bomb thing, I forgot the name they used to describe it. Comes towards you and starts spinning. That sound is gonna be like you're gonna know that something bad's about to happen because of that sound plays. Or with like the Medusa like enemy. Oh, that thing is cool. That's this. That sound is gonna be like. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like, just the 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 sound mixing with the enemies is gonna be another layer upon that that just makes it really memorable. Like, like what were the iconic the enemies, sounds in Overwatch One? The dying sound. <laughs> That's like the main <laughs> one for me. But like the enemies, I can't rem. Like I do honestly. I don't remember anything memorable, or there's nothing memorable nothing memorable like about this. the enemies. They felt super generic. Like this, it it's it it feels like these are other characters, and it, it like like it it just feels 
totally different, and it just like these enemies have a purpose in this world now. They're it's not just clear generic the troopers. The polar, yeah, this thing is cool. Yeah, it's clear that the focus was on developing, uh, yeah, like a um a PVE content that they can bleed into other things like the hero missions or like probably even like events like archives and anniversary and like. Yeah, so well, they don't need to do archives and now and, and all that kind of stuff now because they can just use the hero mission mode for that. Yeah, Juliano yeah. said that earlier. So, let's or they see. can pull all the old content and rework it with this stuff. I would like that to be. Honest yeah, this with is you. the thing I was talking about earlier. Uh, not not the new hero looks just before it, but we don't need to watch it. It's it's fine. This. Yeah, we're like yeah, collision, so like for the, the collision, the collision detection stuff. Yeah, yeah. like this well, will okay. be cool. So we're going to talk about new hero looks then now? Yep. Oh, I'm a big fan of Ryan. You see, like, like, so you get, like, Tracer's a little bit more armored. Like, we, were, we saw this last last year. Um, she looks a little older. Like, we got, like, Mercy's hair's changed a bit. And she's got more of, like, a medic kind of look as well. And, like, her whole body's covered in, like, armor. Um, definitely updated. Reinhardt's now like sporting his mask gone. He has like a little has got like weird energy hair. <laughs> yeah. May looks like May looks like May looks honestly the most similar as the previous. So one. we see these yeah. five. These were from BlizzCon last year or twenty nineteen. Uh, not we last year, year saw, before. Yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. So but we also saw Genji. Uh yeah, who had a Genji hood. with the hoodie is cool. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too fond of that one, to be honest. With yeah, you. I don't like that one. That was a really only... popular jacket at BlizzCon. Were those though? the only People six we it. knew before this? Yeah. Okay. And we also saw Sojourn, too, right? They, yeah, I think but, they so talked they... about McCree and, like, how do they keep his classic yeah, look. They do. And they also showed off Reaper. Yeah, yeah that's oh. here. Yeah, we're going to get there. So, yeah. but um, we like... saw it. We pointed out Soldier's new look, but did that you wasn't... You can kind of see Torb in the background here, too, and Yeah, so you can see Torb and Bastion kind of in the background here. You can see Bastion has a hat on. Um, and he looks like he's a little bit more of like a trucker. Like he's gone on, not a trucker, like almost like, yeah, maybe like he's like, he's set up a life now, like after leaving the Omnics and like going into the wilderness, like it's almost like he's started up a life with his bird living in the wilderness, you know? And then like Torbjorn there looks like he's a little bit more armored. Um, he has a little few more tools. His beard looks like it's, it's kind of like braided into two little, Kind of like uh, things there. His goggles look updated. Kind of dwarf now. See. Yeah, he doesn't have a so, welder's mask. He has welder's goggles. Yeah. So yeah. they. So, but Bastion and and Torbjorn were not at BlizzCon 2019. No, they, they were not. No, they were not. And Soldier wasn't, and Soldier wasn't either. No. Okay. And we know a Soldier's got bigger beard. <laughs> oh, even and no even has this. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, Oh, yeah. I really like, I like all the of the new redesigns. Or the I like update, how McCree whatever. is like, they didn't try to change him too much, but like enough that he does look updated. Um, like, because his is mostly more armor and like a longer beard, but they kept the general vibe of his, his look And they the kept same. his BAMP belt. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I like his look. Um, Here's the far one. I still don't know. Like I'm, she to me has gotten the least amount of stuff done. Like new changes. I know the colors are different. It's like the visor is different. 
the color and, and you it's can a see little bulkier and yeah you can see her face those are the big things it's like her visor is more visible so she can be more expressive they've updated the colors to be more classic overwatch and they've made it looks like her shoulders are a bit bulkier than they used to be and like mm-hmm. designs of a little sleeker and shinier yeah not too much to say about the pharaoh look um reaper reapers reapers is cool uh go back to the reaper one yeah uh, where you can see like all the different attempts at it Uh, here there's one that i like a lot better i like the middle (laughs) one here with like really more yeah i like that one i'm not a fan of the the winter soldier arm that they gave them (laughs) In the the one on the left, that one I'm not too fond of. I'm happy with the one they picked. I think the one they picked is the best one. I don't know. I like the I like the hood be like more. I don't know. I like that middle one more. Maybe we'll get it as like like an epic skin or something. Hopefully, yeah. Like that middle one, like the colors were cool, and I'm sure you can get it not even as an epic, like as just a basic skin. But like I think keeping the black is important. Like I think the brown made him look too like. Commander Reyes, like, like no, like, it made like the, the legendary skin. No, it made him look too um, raggy, raggedy almost. Like, like I feel like brown is a color. Like, like he's working for Talon. Like he's working for like an organization. I feel like he's gonna be in like a sleeker color. Like the brown just kind of to me looked a little like old. Like it didn't look like it was like what I consider to be Talon, which is very, like, Bold very edgy and, like, sleek and, like, intimidating. And the brown looked more like an like a, a, like a war-torn like Reaper was... who may have, like, left Talon and, like, started his own thing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I like his new, like, updates. I like how, like, there's more armor in it. Um, I like the new mask. Um, I really like those red like lights that are like in his armor. I really yeah. like those. I'm trying to get the picture. Yeah, because he looks similar to his old design, but it's definitely updated. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then you yeah, got Widowmaker, Widow who probably of these characters had the most significant update, which is her hair. Which is still in a similar um Similar hairstyle, but it's definitely longer, and like the braiding is very different. Um, so she's like got she's... A more of an armored look too. They all kind of do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Widowmaker's new look. Yeah, I feel um, like this one kind of stayed true to the original a lot more. Like, okay, you have slightly bigger like shoulder bits and the braid. To be honest um, with you, the four that they picked to sh- reveal to us. I feel like are probably the four that changed the least amount out of all the ones we've seen so far. Yeah. And maybe well, they did that the on, on purpose. Um, I thought it was here. Maybe it's not. There was a there's a screenshot later on where they show the cast. Um, including like Genji and stuff. And I think they even updated some of the characters even more since when we first saw them. But when um, we get to that bit I'll but I'll get, find cool. it. Yeah, just before we talk, we go to then move on. I want to talk about the improved cloth physics. That's another really small detail that looks like took a lot of work to do. Like you're not like they show it off here with McCree's uh, 
his cloak that he wears, just wind and stuff and just or the organic movements that your player's going to have is going to really affect the way they're... Here it is. The, uh, the way that really affect the way that their, their loose clothing moves around. And that, like, that, it looks amazing. It's not going like, to clip through stuff like it does in the first game. Yeah, exactly. That would, that drove me crazy or drives me crazy with Overwatch right now. It's just, it, like, your arm would just, like, go through your, your, like, if your character has, like, a cape or something or, like, even with, uh, reaper's jacket like sometimes like his legs like the his heels when he's running like clip through the bottom of the the jacket and like that just that's something that a really small thing that they do that just once again it just improves the um the experience like it's just something that it's it's they've paid attention to and like they want to do something about that it's just and like even with like the the, like in now, like the characters here, they're talking about like how more um, emotive they're gonna be. Like the new engine that they have, like it's gonna do like the the face movements especially are gonna be way more organic, and they're gonna look more natural. And mm -hmm. it's just stuff like that that's just completely quality of life related, and it's just it's so. It's just, oh, it's just. I, I love stuff like that in games. It's, it's just. It it really shows that they care about the the fan experience. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Um. So, we'll kind of move on now to story. Um. They don't do a ton of talking about story, but they give us a sense of like. This, this is mission. Be a narrative. Yeah. That's yeah, going this to... mission in uh, in the demo. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there, Jules. Like even in its super unpolished state, two years ago. Yeah, this almost. was the shot you were talking about. Yeah, because like Genji doesn't have his hood up there. Does Echo look this? Echo looks Echo exactly ha, Echo's the same. exactly the same. Okay, but she may not have her updated look yet. That's the thing, because like Brigida. I don't think Echo really somewhere. needs one because she's still like super new. We've we've we haven't spent as much time with Echo as we have. Well, they. Like but they, she will get one because they said every single character in Overwatch One will get an Overwatch Two look. But they said the game will not launch. Well, look every at this. Character having them. Is it just me, or does Mercy look like she's wearing her Overwatch One outfit? Yeah, she is. She is, and right. so, so like Brigida and is... Reinhardt is too, with this without a helmet, doesn't he? Yeah, that's. I think those are. I think that's the original. Yeah, that's actually um, think... the, that that might everyone except Genji I think is wearing Overwatch no, outfits. Is, is, is. is oh okay, but that's what I mean. Is they I think like at points in the story they'll change up their look or whatever. Like this could be earlier, um, mm -hmm. but like they said the game will not launch with every character having an Overwatch two look. It will they, those will come with time, and that's fair. Um, like the I assume the characters that are going to get the Overwatch two looks first. Are the characters who are going to be in the narrative? Yeah, um, because the they do talk cast. about. Well, I don't even think the original cast, because like, for example, like if Junkrat and Roadhog don't show up in the story, why do they need updated looks right now? Mm -hmm. You know, they could be like the Wario and Waluigi of this universe and just be there to like stir shit up. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying they might not show up in it because I, from the sounds of it, it doesn't. 
I'm getting the sense that not every character is going to show up in the narrative. They've said that the narrative is going to focus on Overwatch getting together after being apart for so long and a second Omnic uprising happening. So I'm sure we'll get some characters that aren't part of Overwatch that will show up when you go to different locations. Like, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm sure there's also going to be some characters that don't show up. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to add story missions throughout the lifespan that will tell us more about every character, you know? Yeah. And they did. I think here they, they were talking talk about, like, about... the camera and, like, some of the new tech behind the scenes stuff. Like, it's really cool, but I think we should, like, move on past this one because there's not really that much we can talk about it. But what well... they did say about the story is they said they were talking about the scope of the story. And it got me really excited because they said, like, for me personally, I think in terms of the the development time now where Overwatch is at, I feel like they they said that the they have a completely playable build. Like, the playable build is done. And they say they have they play Overwatch 2. Like, they have Overwatch Nights. And, like, the game seems super polished. But the dev time is now going into story and single-player content. That's where the game is going to really really be impressive like they, they're talking about the scope of the story how like they rented out like a, a, a room somewhere like a an office and they put whiteboards everywhere and they were just like moving th- like writing story beats down and like they kept everything and they paired specific characters with each other and say oh uh, they're like oh we want this cast of characters in this part of the story and we want these characters here and we want to meet them in some point down the line like yeah. it seems like like the scope of this and then like there's going to be a, a secret villain and like you're going to it's going to be a mystery and you're going to find out who's behind the omnic uprising and it it just and then like they talk about the uh the creative process here and it's just like like it's cool it's so cool like i i'm I'm so impressed. I'm so happy that they proved me wrong. <laughs> my my intentions in this game, or my hype level for this game, have like it, it's completely changed. Oh my god! Look at Genji. Genji and see Genji and Zen will probably be paired together. And well, it's fighting, not even the well. They're not like, paired together. That's they because they said they're not like they said that the stories aren't really going to be locked to certain characters. They said like you'll get a cast of characters to choose from. So like I assume, mm-hmm. and, and they said depending on who you choose that will change up the dialogue that happens in the in the mission. So for example, if you choose Genji in this mission because it looks like this mission is that Zenyatta is like at his temple and Talon like attacks it or something. Right? Man, and then you have to go like Widowmaker. Yeah, and you have to go save him. Um so I'm sure if you pick Genji, there's going to be some cool dialogue there. And like he'll probably show up in this cutscene no matter what, but you can choose which characters you you run the mission with, which will will ultimately change the dialogue, right? Yeah, and they mentioned that like there's gonna be different dialogue. There's the new Bastion look at look at this. Bastion's all like, oh gosh, because like Ryan design. hates the Omnics, and Bastion's just like trying to chill and be peaceful and stuff, and he's like preparing to defend himself. <laughs> and so what I find <laughs> just little things too, like that. What's oh like, gosh. Because this is what's cool here is like, this is likely the first time that Bastion and Reinhardt are actually meeting, despite the fact that we've spent the last five years playing with these characters together in maps. These characters, some of them probably have never met each other, like in the mm-hmm. actual story. 
right? Like, and that's so fascinating to me. And you know what? I know Subspace Emissary from Super Smash Bros. Brawl gets a bad rap. That's mostly gameplay related, but the scope and the story of that, or like the this like the, the the scale where all these amazing characters and like iconic video game characters come together. It's so impressive how like they made a world where everyone could interact with each other. I'm getting the same vibes, and I want that to happen with Overwatch too. Uh, I'm. I really sure. hope that this game is not Subspace Emissary story because I'm telling you, uh, no, from I'm my not experience... talking about the story beats are not great in Subspace, but I'm saying like the the fact that like there's cool moments and like you're gonna have like a cast of characters that you would normally might not expect together. They could you could pair them together and create a new cool dynamic with them, similar to how they had like Pikachu with Samus in Subspace. Like that was. Like I, I thought that was a cool combination. Characters that would never think about interacting with each other interacted with each other. Yeah, like you That's could have more, Zarya like and that. Reinhardt. You could have Zarya and Reinhardt, who absolutely hate Omnix, together with just say Orisha and Bastion. With, yeah, and they have to work together to like achieve uh, yeah, a goal. And like, and in that thing, okay, Brian and Zarya might learn. Oh, okay, not all these, not all of these machines are bad and like hive mind oriented. They have personalities. They have, they have like a soul, just say, or like they have a yeah. Then even with this kind of stuff here as well, like with the destru- destructible environments, I, I we kind of forgot to talk about that. Well, that's the last thing they talk about in the. No, they they showed it like, off this, earlier. No, but this is the but... point where she's like, yeah. This is the 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 destructible environments on the uh, the first mission of the campaign. Yeah, I feel like so. See, in this basic... mission, he's in oh, his new. So I was gonna say, just in his, this mission, he's in his new costume. Yeah. So, I don't know about you guys, but what this the one thing this presentation did for me was made me, like, the only thing that changed in my, uh, in my, like, in my head thinking about Overwatch 2 going forward is, I feel like because they didn't show off a new character, and they've showed Sojourn off a lot in the campaign, makes me think that she might be the only new character in the campaign. No. Or the only new character we She's get. Not. She's not. They already said that the be? game... They've already told us that the game will launch with several new characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I think they they gave us. I think they might have even said at least four. I think I. I feel like I'm misquoting right now, but I feel like that was said somewhere that they said we're getting at least four characters. Four. They don't know how many. I think they they were like we don't want to promise a number. Like they don't know what number will will actually ship with it. But they're they're. I think they said something like at least you're probably getting at least four. Because like between, um, between the cutscenes and the storyboards that they showed, like the very early storyboards and animatics that they showed us, like they they showed a decent amount of locations and characters already in the campaign. Makes me think though, like not a lot. Like like they, I I'm 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 still a little skeptical. Like. I'm sure that, like, like you said, like, just because Roadhog and Reinhardt are in the game doesn't mean that, like, they might not, or sorry, Roadhog and Junkrat, 
or in the game doesn't necessarily mean they'll be in the campaign or like have a significant role. I was so in that like, room. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm still not convinced that that new characters are necessarily going to be a big part of the story. Like Sojourn well, seems like she's going to be a huge part of the story. Just because, but you also like, have to consider a lot from what we've seen. Oh, but, but you also guy, to... oh, uh, time out just like, real quick. Like this guy here is the voice of Reinhardt in real life. He's like super short and it's hilarious. But like you also have to remember uh, that is pretty funny. We also have to remember when it comes to, like, there's only four new characters, for example. They have a plan of when they want to reveal those characters. Like, of course, like, we've only, they. it looks like they've shown us a lot, but really, they've shown us barely anything. They easily could have masked characters. Like, it's, like, I don't think it's hard. Like, hell, like, half of the roster of the original game we haven't seen. Right, like I, I don't think it's hard. Like I don't think they've shown us a lot of the, the campaign. It looks like they've shown us a couple missions from the early campaign. Maybe even the same mission, just different stages of it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not skeptical about it, and I'm sure at the very least one of those characters is going to be this mystery villain, who's behind Maybe. everything. Right. Um, well, why don't we, because, like, the video's pretty much over, why don't we, to end off, go back to our original icebreaker of what is one thing you want to see in Overwatch 2? Well, for me, it's a bit of a cop-out, but, like, I've, for me, with going into this presentation, I had, like, rock-bottom expectations, like, I was a little bit uh, like kind of disgruntled with what I thought Overwatch 2 was going to be. And I kind of got what I wanted already. It's just an insane amount of quality of life updates. And the fact that Jeff Kaplan said that this is going to feel like a true sequel more than a like... Oh, the like Lego a, wall? Than what more, character like, are they playing as right now? This is uh, Baptiste. Baptiste. Uh, yeah, oh, Jeff Kaplan said that it's going to feel like more of a, a true sequel to Overwatch 1 than like a an addition to Overwatch 1. So I kind of got what I wanted already, in a way. So, but I meant more like, what's one thing you want to see? Like, is there anything uh, you want them to do? Well, I want more characters. I was upset that we didn't get a character. I thought that would have been the perfect way to end this. I don't know what I want. I, I just want to be like... I just want to be, I want more surprises. I feel like the base, like, I feel like we know what this game is going to be already now. So all the new things that they can show us now are going to just be characters. And well, if there's only three more characters, I really hope that they are very, very, like, I would honestly rather them almost not show us the characters for a long, long time. Like, I'd rather wait, I'd rather get all the three of those characters within like a couple months of the game coming out like i don't i don't really, really? want to see them now yeah because like I, i'm not I, hungry I, for that i'd rather i'd rather see other stuff because the exciting part about the characters in the past has been they've revealed a character and you get to play them pretty quickly after like i don't really want to know the characters because it's just gonna make it harder to wait like i i don't really want to see the characters okay one thing i want to see is like more just general blizzard love 
in these things like blizzard world when they first announced it and all like those unique skins and everything was really really awesome and i like those like kind of like crossovery kind of like tie-ins and stuff and like even with um this blizzcon uh this blizzcon line that they had here it's like you could um there was like a digital pass that you could get and it gave you a skin for um uh for those Reinhardt. of you who play StarCraft 2, Reinhardt got a James Raynor skin, which looks really, really, really cool. Um, for those who don't play StarCraft, it's the main StarCraft Marine. He got the armor as a as a legendary skin, which is awesome. Finally got the skin I, and the armor to boot. I want... <laughs> I wanted, instead of a James Raynor, like especially with World of Warcraft having all their Shadowlands stuff coming around they needed an Arthas, the Lich King one for him. Because, like, Reinhardt's always swinging a hammer or a trophy or, like, a various, like, a varying degree of a blunt object. Why couldn't he be just, like, swinging around Frostmourne as a two-handed sword, shooting ice beams and stuff? He could have had a cape and everything. The Helm of the... Oh, that would have been perfect. More Blizzard skins for things. That's what I want. You're gonna get that. Forward. Don't worry. Cosmetics oh, I know it's, I know it's one thing where the they're gonna listen to the fans because they're gonna want people to buy loot boxes. You don't want that. You think you want this, but you don't. <laughs> no, we 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 definitely want it. Yep. <laughs> but um, uh, what about you, Jules? Yeah. What would you want? Um, I have one that's like a realistic one, and one that's more of a pipe dream. Um, go with the pipe dream. Go with the pipe dream. Yeah, I would like to see collaborative material in Overwatch, like skins based off of collaborations. So, like if they like in the way that they've kind of done like with Warcraft, if they did like a collaboration with like another game or like another company and had skins oh. kind of like and stuff based around those things. Like I know we've joked before, like oh how cool would it be to have like nintendo based skins on some of the characters which would never happen or like a dc based skin like but like it would be cool to have those things like maybe even as sponsors for the overwatch leagues like if other companies like sponsored like overwatch league teams if there was like tie-in like promotional kind of like skins like i think that could be cool um but in general i think like i want to see them have more fun with smaller team games like we play almost exclusively 3v3 and i enjoy it but it's not a staple like it barely ever shows up and i'd love for them to make more modes that are like 3v3 or 4v4 or 2v2 like i'd like to see more arcade variety um, like even if there was like a 3v3 league i would be so down to do that there was the strategy is so good there was They've done competitive like, for all their arcade. Yeah. To be honest um, with you, I I yeah. don't like the cycling of game types in arcade. I just want all the game modes to be available at once. I don't want to wait for like every third day or fourth day, or whatever it is, when your favorite game mode comes on, then you can play the game. I want to be able to play the game every day if I want. Like I don't want to have to schedule my time based on oh, okay, this mode comes out. I think that's really dumb. And I, I feel like something that, like, I understand, like, they, it, it, I see the, the why Blizzard would want that, but if, you're, if you want continuous uh, engagement 
from your uh, community and from your player base. Just have everything there, right? Like all the time. Like, why see, I disagree with things? you. I disagree with you on that one, but agree with you in one way. Because, like, I don't think the issue has ever been that they have cycling game modes. I think the issue is that they don't have enough game modes for each number of players. Like, I think, for example, if they had three different 3v3 arcade modes, then you, and like, like a few different, like one person ones, a few different 4v4 ones, and a few different 6v6 ones, then you can always have like two 6v6 arcade modes, one 4v4, one 3v3, and one free for all. And those, those categories cycle every day between their different types of modes. But I think it's crap that, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, we do a lot of 3v3, but there's not always a 3v3 mode. There was a point where there were two different types of 3v3. There was, like, lockout elimination and there was regular, like, elimination or whatever. And then they removed one of them. But, like, when there was two of them, almost always there was a 3v3 mode there. It would just cycle between them. And I feel like that's what they need to do is they need to make the number of players standardized. Like, that never changes, but have more variety within those numbers of um, players because ultimately, I think it's less about the mode. Like, for me, it's less about the mode. Like, I don't go on only to play 3v3 because I love the 3v3 structure. It's because typically we can only get a group of three to play. Yeah. Right? I, I, another thing with this is, is just like, for instance, like the player base, like when, when I play with you guys, it's on Xbox. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, like, I know where you're going. We play on console. Why can't all the console players just, just share this, like the, just share all the, like I know PC has its own separate balance and things because like keyboard and mouse, you can be way more accurate. Like there's a different balance for PC versus console. And I get that. Leave those two things separate. But like PC gets to play with all the PC players. Console gets to play with the, all of the consoles. Like Xbox cross with PlayStation cross with Nintendo Switch. Like, but here's the that thing. Would solve, I would solve a lot of things too. Because like, for instance, if you're playing on Xbox and like, okay, you're going to carve up the Xbox player base into like four different game modes. You might be waiting for a long time to get into a game and you might be playing the same people over and over and over again because they're the only one other ones in that mode. But like I agree with you on that. I want well, them to like, do that. But Nintendo Switch, the three v three mode might be like the most best way to play the game, and that's what everyone does over on that side of things, right? And I agree with you. I think that crossplay is a big thing. And like I've talked to Riley about this before, and there is no reason, honestly, there is no reason that they shouldn't have complete crossplay even with PC because they can have multiple playlists. They they can have like a playlist where it's like you're only playing with people on your console. So that's where like people who are like worried about like, if I go to competitive, I don't want to play against a PC player or they just make competitive. It only matches you with people on your system to make it fair, but everything else is cross play. Like all the, why does it matter that you're playing against a PC person in arcade? Like, or you could filter it, like create a filter where you can choose to like, I think not include PC it. players, right? I think there's um, one thing that Fortnite does is it matches you with the game. Like, uh, like for instance, if you're playing on a keyboard and mouse, it'll ma- it doesn't matter on what platform you're playing keyboard and mouse on. You'll play with keyboard and mouse. Keyboard players. and mouse players, you're exactly. Playing on a controller, you're play- matched with all the controller people. But then there's also like a thing on PC where like 
for instance, like you might be playing on a keyboard and mouse, but you have an accessory that masks it to make it think it's a controller. You'll have a you'll have an advantage. Cheaters on PC are rampant. Yes, and that's a problem. So, I actually did think of one thing I want, and it's not okay. for me personally because I do play on console, but there should be uh, cross progression for skins between yes. console and PC. And between systems, because like I have it on oh, PS4. Oh yeah, between yeah, but yeah, 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 between all systems, your your level. I, I think the does the is the level transferable already? No, it's not. My my Battle.net oh, no. one is completely okay. overinflated. So <laughs> and my console <laughs> one isn't. Yeah, so they should they should, there's no reason that your rank and your skins and your whatever all the customizable things in the game should not be transferable across all platforms. Agree. But like my Battle.net is linked to my. They've gone, but the fact that they've gone so far now down this road where it's been, they've been separated makes me think that they'll never combine them. Because, It'll be like, hard because they'd have to find a way to merge. Yeah. Um, peoples who have separate. Already, yeah, and like, like what happens to if I like if I opened a loot box, I've got the same skin and loot boxes on, or on like I got the uh, just say I have. Grillmaster seventy six on my console and on my PC. Well, I if, if that was implemented earlier, a loop I could have gotten one loot box and gotten those skins. So like, where's the reimburse? Like, there's a whole yeah. like reimbursement argument that has to be or problem has to be solved. And like, that's more of like my dream. Like, I want that for other people because like, I like, feel like on. I feel like what they're gonna do is if they do go to cross progression. I don't think they would even think about how to merge. It would, com- it would combine your lit. It would combine. The I don't think on, they will on either side of things I don't and just leave it at that. I don't. There would I don't be no they'll... compensation if they. Yeah, that I don't. I don't even think they'll do combined loot. Like I feel like that's like with all they're doing. I don't even know if they'd. Because it's not that. for like player I've... power. It's just for player personalization and like player looks yeah. and stuff. That's just yeah. it. It's irrelevant. Like. There's no different hitboxes if you use Grillmaster 76 versus like. Yeah, I know. I just think Magic that Morrison. they. I feel like that system of designing the system to like recognize what you have and merge like two different accounts together. Like, I don't know if they're going to do that. I feel like what's more likely is they're going to offer cross progression and they're going to say you can link one of your, your like accounts, like whether it be your Xbox or your PC to the battle.net and then you can like make that like you can cross progress using that um progression on all your things but then you run the risk of like actually overwriting what you have on the other thing so they're going to give you the option of like you can either keep them separate or if you want everything to be merged you just pick which one you want to go go on with like which one do you have more stuff collected on your xbox or your pc like choose the one you want to go and like it sucks that you might lose some skins then but like, I don't know. It would be more. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good place to to leave mm-hmm. it here with a little yeah. bit of speculation. Well, yeah, we we've we've talked much more about Overwatch than I thought we would. So oh, definitely, I thought this was going to be like half hour done. Yeah, right now we're sitting at like an hour thirty five. So, um, in any case, we will wrap it up. Um, thank you again for listening. Um. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you want to weigh in on the discussion of Overwatch 2 or Overwatch in general, 
you know, um, give us a like, hit subscribe, send us a, um, leave a comment. Um, again, Geno players, you're not welcome. <laughs> Unsubscribe, get out. Um, and yeah, I think we'll we'll end at that. So thank you for listening to the Hub World podcast. Um, we will see you soon. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. See ya.